We're back. We're back. We're queer. We're here. <laughs> Welcome to EG Content. Pretty gay. Yeah. Content. <laughs> Pretty gay content. <laughs> Would you say you're a gay, Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> no, not in the least. I'm gonna hate my I boyfriend is. Didn't you know? I just realized <laughs> it's the same thing when you surprise me that that you're lactose intolerant. I know nothing about you. <laughs> Everything's a surprise those, now. Those, those first few times that I had a dick in my mouth? No, I was oh not. I was not. <laughs> it's just a straight bro job. Yeah. But when I but when it ha- ended up happening in my ass, there's the difference. <laughs> Accidentally just like sit and fell right on top of it. I ended up just like ballerina that that shit, you know? <laughs> Strut, strut, strut. And then after later on, who knows? I was just like doing that duck walk all the way home. <laughs> you walked that fucking dick home, I didn't walked. you? <laughs> it was exactly that. It was exactly that. I knew that. Speaking of duck walks, though, what did you think about the recent episode of Drag Race? Okay, I, I remember telling you this a little bit earlier, but I was so waiting, quote-unquote spoiler alert, for Lucy to lose her shit. She was on the brink of losing it from just, like, a few episodes back. Like, you could see it in her face that she was just, like, slowly just, like, janning it. <laughs> yeah. And I was waiting for her to just lose it because clearly the story arc here is that she's the villain of the season, kind of. Like her and possibly mistress but i feel mistress is getting away with it, with it with she, she's getting away with it too like she she knows how to deal and say things on the line and not to just like twist around which is funny now that you end up just say like, mentioning that because how is it that in her runway look with just like you know <laughs> the destiny's child situation yeah. yeah the one puppet on her right looks funny enough <laughs> Like, looks because of that bob that she has on, too. <laughs> like, that's the one thing I ended up noticing. I was like, why does that puppet look kind of like Lux? I was like, oh I'm not sure, God. like, she meant or intended for that to happen, but it kind of happened. Oh, my God. But Lux was killing it when she did the read on the runway. Like, that oh was... Oh, my God. That was the best thing. Like, right that the essay, read was bitch. everything, right? She was like, okay... I'm gonna tell you why these people are sickening and why they're not, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just say say everybody. So first on, <laughs> let me get out my scroll and go from the top all the way to the bottom. <laughs> that was she so great. Eight. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I felt a little bit bad that when she went like I was bringing something unique to the table, except Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except except Lucy. And the funny thing is, I was saying this earlier too, is how insane is it that I was getting flashbacks from the last season with Bosco and Lady Campton when they were just like going head to head with Saltine. And I was just like, she wanted that part so bad. And what do you know? When she got the part, she didn't execute it as as like uh, polished as Lady Campton did. You know, she didn't she didn't camp it out and she stole the show. And what ends up happening? The same situation for people who ended up wanting to like fight about, oh, I want this role because 
this is the reason why, and I should have that role. Back rolls. <laughs> I mean, why do you think that happens? Do you think because they feel pressured because they were fighting, they were fighting about it, and now they like now they knew know. That I, they I have think it's something like that. Like once you end up just like really wanting something, and now it's just like, oh shit! Now the spotlight's on me. I got to try and bring it. But then after sometimes you end up getting in your head about the situation, you know? Yeah, I, I can see that. Like definitely, there's a lot of pressures involved. It's like uh, on Grinder when you have those like oh those anonymous people that end up just say like, messaging you saying just like all this dirty filthy shits and saying like oh I'm gonna do this to you I'm gonna give you the best night of your life but when you end up going it ends up being just like two minutes and you're like really all that talk <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's happened quite a few times with me I'm right really, really, there's been some moments where I've been really excited for you know getting my head twisted and got hey, <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I was looking forward to getting my head twisted, but in, in a twist of turns, it did not happen. <laughs> you said we're playing naked twister, and it did not happen. <laughs> uh, I, I think what's what's funny is the best ones, best interactions I've had are the people who are slightly introverted and not so detailed in what they're gonna do you know kind of like yeah like not knowing what to expect kind of makes yeah you know like what they say always watch out for the silent ones yeah (laughs) i mean (laughs) looking at nitra and her first to say first two episodes then after she brought it by walking that fucking duck (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh my god she did so well i so i i told you like before my my top three is definitely Mistress uh, Anitra and uh, Sasha. Oh my God, my brain. Sasha, thank you. Yeah, uh, I think Sasha's gonna win the whole thing because I think people would be too upset if she didn't. Yeah, I definitely feel like she she's bringing her A game in this, and it's at that moment and it's at that peak where you're just like, I'm pretty sure she's gonna be top two. You know? Yeah, definitely. By the way, I have to tell you something that. <laughs> You know, we've been we've been talking about, you know, a lot about the cultural differences between Sweden and Canada. And mm-hmm. like I've had I have quite a few American friends as well. And I saw this thing on, on Twitter. I've been on the Twitter. The Twitter. The, t- the, Twitter. the Twitter. <laughs> Not the Twitter. You're going back from the same mouth to nipple. Is this, this what's happening? You're being mouth fed again? <laughs> I mean, I do want to be young again, Ricky. Can you blame me? <laughs> That's why you keep swallowing those boneless children, bitch. <laughs> One day it will work. <laughs> One day it shall work. It will. It will uh, eventually. But yeah, I saw this girl posting. So this tweet kind of blew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I believe she is, she works at a restaurant and she was complaining about a company of Europeans ordering food for, I think, yeah, approximately seven hundred dollars and that she was not receiving enough tip and she went on a hate raid on twitter about it so let me let me let me just let me read you the tweet okay yeah let's get get into it let's let's bring in that imagination let's let's feel the fantasy all right all right all right ricky (laughs) come on so this was her tweet El Mio, I fucking hate Europeans. 
sometimes on God. <coughs> this table just left $70 on a 700 check. <coughs> After chilling for hours, my manager even asked about their service and they were over the moon about my service. So he explained the customer tip is $20. And they were like, okay, and left. <laughs> and left, and that just like that. No hashtag nothing. <laughs> no hashtag nothing. And she got so furious about it. And I was like, you know what, girl? Uh, you, should be, you should be hateful towards the politicians in your country. <laughs> like, in Europe, it's customary to pay your workers a living wage. Mm -hmm. so, so that's why tip culture doesn't really exist. And if we do tip in Europe, it's approximately, I would say, 10% is the normal, you know, range for when you tip. But uh, I, I feel her anger was quite misplaced. Yeah, it was just like one of those moments where it wasn't really needed. No, and, and then she went on, I like, like I said, a hate raid on Twitter. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it right here too. It's just like for European countries, the typical tip is around ten percent in most places, whereas for us, yeah, it's fifteen or twenty percent. Can you believe? Can you believe? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, girl, first of all. It, Europe is not a country. It's not a homogenous, <laughs> homogenous culture. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop hating, stop hating on all Europeans for what you know. They could have just have been British, <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're usually cheap, you know. English tea. Uh, <laughs> Let's get into it. Exactly. Don't, don't hate exactly. on one person and then to just say hate all of that one, that one place. You know. Exactly. So I was like. You know what? This is this is somewhat misplaced. I can understand that she oh, maybe IKEA like, gave me bad furniture. I hate all of Sweden now. <laughs> like I would not do that. I'd be like, oh, you know, <laughs> IKEA. I guess they they just the assembly required just like to make this desk. <laughs> I didn't get a YouTube video link. <laughs> I'm trying just like to figure this out. It's not working. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like be upset if you hated Sweden just if you didn't couldn't like assemble your furniture. Like, I get it, I get it. It's it's hard when you can't get that and when you can't get that wood up. Right? <laughs> well, that's why we have Viagra, you old bitch. <laughs> Shut up. I'm only I'm only old on paper. What are you talking about? All the government. <laughs> it's it's a government setup. All <laughs> real. I promise oh you, I'm not God. old. <laughs> Speaking of toxic assholes, Ricky. <laughs> I figured we could elaborate a little bit about the thing we talked about yesterday. Because you told an amazing amazing story about... Oh, the pettiness about like my toxic ex? <laughs> Where I just like, said, you know, the <laughs> bitch had it coming to them? Yeah, we can talk more <laughs> about that for sure. Because I'm curious, like how how has your past relationships been in general? Who like... who? <laughs> I've had rocky past relationships. I would say, looking back on it, I definitely was just like more. How do I put this? I was more attracted to toxic masculinity in a sense. Like I would be all about. My all my first ex. Me. All about that base. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. 
I'm trouble. I'm uh, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, my first ex, um, things were very rocky. Let's not talk about the first one. I will get into that one in a later <laughs> time. The second, my second ex, though, which was the situation with the, the pettiness story. Yeah. I mean, alcoholism and a shit ton of smoking was what he was most, like, more into. It was constantly just like drinking and drinking and drinking, followed by just like smoking cigarettes almost all day, not really good for his health. And then after that, it was just like, after the whole pettiness situation, another toxic situation was my third ex. Um, also named me as well. Not not me. <laughs> the, the name was not me. I am me. The name was Eric. And <laughs> and the one thing that kind of just like broke me and really stuck with me for a while was the fact wasn't the fact that it, it, the relationship only lasted like six months. It was the fact of me just like constantly just like giving a lot of myself to him, you know yeah and another thing that kind of just like broke me as well was the fact that he he was highly highly influenced into like drugs you name it coke um lsd the molly the, all yeah, the molly all, all that you know <laughs> very very party goer and when i didn't really want to just like do that because i know myself i would get like highly addictive on this and i would have a hard time coming back from it was getting told i'm not fun i'm not exciting enough i don't entertain in sense I, yeah and it really hit me it, it was really something that stuck with me for a while um yeah my fourth ex from germany um not really a bad one not gonna lie like um <laughs> funny enough another story is just like one of my best friends uh the musk queers he actually ended up giving him a hand job like a few days before i ended up meeting him oh god <laughs> keep me my family story, my story is me and my best friend didn't really like know each other at the time too and then after just like as soon as <laughs> it's funny to say but our relationship lasted as long as his visa did so there was an expiry date. We already knew that there was going to be an expiry date. That's never happened before. <laughs> I'm not speaking from experience at all. So when that ended up just like happening, um, I ended up just like hanging out with just like, um, at the time, not my best friend. We went to a club. We just like, we really, we really, um, had a lot of good chemistry and it was one of those moments where you just know that you guys would just like make amazing friends rather than just like you know lovers kind of thing yeah and to this day he's honestly just like one of the most amazing and funniest people i still know but yeah um toxic definitely a toxic past to i was i was highly highly um attracted to toxicity for sure like looking yeah. back on it because it would be just like one thing after another and then after i started just like working on myself and lo and behold i'm a taken person now hey <laughs> how about you though um about just like you know your situation toxic past so let's hear it 
Because obviously oh, you never, went on a petty too. <laughs> I've never had any issues. What are you talking about? <laughs> you no issues since when? <laughs> Can you believe? One thing that's so we're gonna disclose this on the podcast. I'm I'm a, I'm a bisexual, so I've yes, had relationships yes. with 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 both men and women. And I would say, my Come on, Hannah Montana, best of both worlds. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Here it is. Oh my god, that was me trying to do Miley Cyrus' voice. It's not so good. <laughs> I was like, what the hell was that? The Crypt Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about it. Uh, sorry, Case. Uh, yeah, I think my <laughs> my relationships with, with women have been far less dramatic than with, than with gay men. Uh, which which has been interesting because you you know usually the the you know uh, misogynist mantra is that women are so sensitive and emotional, but I I would I would say have had more trouble in that sphere on the on the gay side so to speak, and mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've had quite a few. I mean what usually happens in my relationships and even with some of my friendships is that I always end up becoming sort of a hobby psychologist, like people would turn to me for, you know, support, help. They know I, they know I'm the guy you can call at 3am and I would be there for you in two seconds, you know? And I've definitely been, you know, overextended and, and uh, abused in that sense, for sure, in, in most of my relationships, but. Which is honestly just like a shitty, shitty situation to kind of have to go through because, you kind of end up seeing this person as, oh my god, like you know what? They're amazing. I I can I can mesh well with them. You know what I mean? And then after just like yeah, lo and behold, you end up seeing this whole different side to them where it's just like this is not the person who I was attracted to at all. Yeah, I, I think one thing that I learned, especially in 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 the past like five years, is that some people are as badly as they want to like support and help people. Some people are not worth the effort, and you cannot help people who do not want to be helped. Be helped, yeah. Period. And that is that has been a huge lesson for me. I know it's been a like a tiresome like like people always said you can't help someone who doesn't want to receive any help. But I've I've had a hard time like practicing that until I realized later on that yeah that that's very true. You can't really step in and, and help people who are. Uh, in a bad spot or who are or honestly just like don't really want help or just like oh i'm gonna listen to you but it's gonna come out the other end you know yeah exactly i'm I'm a firm believer in letting people go to make space for yeah just like i i do believe in just like you know people do deserve a second chance i also one of those like another mantra that i kind of just like go off of is uh, don't judge my choices without understanding my reasons exactly but that's another thing too is when it's it's kind of gray but once you end up kind of seeing those reasons you're just like nah i, I can't I, I can't um continue forward with this yeah and i think that's uh you know we're getting very serious today but but it's it's <laughs> like a conversation that i think it's a conversation that is extremely important in like yeah for sure like, especially in like queer spaces because like like i like i was on the theater earlier you know but but i also saw something else on the theater uh but 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 i also saw something else pretty toxic uh, on on twitter which was there was this gay guy just recently 
who posted a conversation he had on Grindr, and he publicly posted a picture of, of the guy. And all the the conversation was basically, "Hi, how are doing? What? Uh, how how are you doing?" Um, and the guy posted a picture of himself, and then he said, "Do you have any pics?" Like mm-hmm. fairly, like yeah, fairly just like Grindr. regular kind of converse, conversations you would find. Yeah, and and this moron, this narcissistic little moron posted posted this conversation and the picture of the guy and basically wrote oh my god lmao look how ugly this guy is like shaming Who them and then after just like yeah it's it's so oh it, it gets like so irritating because let's be honest all of us honestly have just like been there in that situation where it's just like really just because you don't think quote unquote i'm like attractive enough that you can end up just like posting that and just like saying all these harsh and words words do hurt sometimes you know what i mean but but it, it's 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 horrible when you do that like the public shaming the public shaming even, oh my god it's not even aware it's not even aware that you're posting a picture of them on social media yeah and i'm not sure that, i'm not sure even that's legal <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> now that i think about Make it from my lawyer <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know now that i think about it it could probably probably cause some issues for him but but yeah what like it's extremely like gays are i'm okay i'm gonna get so much hate for this saying this gay men are the most toxic part of the lgbtqia plus community by far because we end up just like um the media ends up influencing us where we end up seeing certain people in a certain way physically you know what i mean like unfortunately there are times where it's just like, oh, if you're not built enough, you don't end up just like um, holding up to this standard. Oh, you're not good enough for me. You're not good enough yeah. to end up just like a dating. Yeah, it's super shallow. And I'm like, if your intention is to create a relationship with a person, you kind of have to go. If you want a long term relationship, you're going to have to go through a lot of phases in life with this individual. And you never know what's going to happen further down the line. You know, people get sick, you know we get older all of these things so if you're strictly sticking to the superficial what is presented to you visually you're gonna i don't know why really i thought you said if you're strictly dickly <laughs> i mean I am, I am strictly about the dick what are you talking about <laughs> uh, but yeah yeah gays are super toxic but you know who else is toxic gwyneth paltrow yeah i said it <laughs> not you just say snatching your wig <laughs> oh my god i mean okay so the gwyneth story like i've always hated her well hate is strong word but i i have a <laughs> i have a, a somewhat of a dislike towards her because i think some of her health practices are kind of like a cult thing like it's insane the stuff that she will do to herself and let's not forget about the vagina candle oh my god who can forget about that Funny enough, that's actually just like one of the topics of discussion I ended up having for my current like uh, relationships. Uh, icebreaker when we met up for the first time. Because <laughs> I'm the type of person that always ends up wanting to break the ice. If you can end up feeling kind of just like uh, tension or awkwardness, yeah. you know, make light of the situation. And what did I end up doing? So, have you ever heard of Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candle? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's stunning (laughs) like why can't we end up coming out with just like a pussy candle you know 
imagine the revenue on that. <laughs> this too. I mean, you too can smell my ass. <laughs> For five ninety nine. Oh my god! I mean, it, it could. I mean, we could possibly put that out there. It would make some great money, especially especially if the candle is self lubricating. <laughs> Stop this! <laughs> no, don't die, Ricky, please. <laughs> please don't die. Uh, I can't make any promises. <laughs> but but yeah, the, re- the reason I brought up Gwyneth Paltrow is because she's going through a trial right now, which is like you know, uh, it's a there was a ski accident in 2016, and she and and yeah, and she she was apparently the cause of this ski accident, and a person got a concussion and some other health issues post that, so he decided to sue her for. Was it three million, three or thirty million dollars? I'm not really sure. Yeah, it was yeah, was she's... millions is pretty much what they put. Yeah, so sounds like you know what? <laughs> this is for all the. <laughs> now she got gooped. <laughs> <laughs> she was gooped. <laughs> she was gooped oh to God. the max. <laughs> gooped oh to the gods. God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess the Busy Something Candle is next on our list, isn't it? possibly oh so speaking of like self-lubrication i know that this is like a random kind of switch up but can we talk about hygiene Uh, by that i mean why is it that people think like not people but like straight people (laughs) specifically think that washing your ass is gay (laughs) i don't know and and the stories that women have been telling me is like Oh, so this is actually a thing. They they really don't wash their ass. It's I like how and the fact that oh the water gets in there just completely fine. Like no 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 no. We do not want swamp ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like why are they not I don't know. Why why is it considered it's... quote unquote gay? Because what? You think that Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. I'm gonna end up just like feeling a little tickle <laughs> when yeah, I wash no, my ass. Right? Like, no, <laughs> it's hygienic. It's the exactly. same way that you would end up just like washing your, you know, your hoo ha. <laughs> <laughs> you want it just like to smell good. You want to get like in a moment of intimacy, obviously, you want to get, you know, you want to end up just like smelling good. <laughs> Yeah, and you definitely don't want that part to be smelling worse than it usually does because, because yeah. you know you, you have to you have to take care of yourself. And straight guys are clearly fairly disgusting, and we we're probably gonna get canceled for this too. Like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to say to send like all the hate or whatever, but why? Why y'all end up just like thinking that it is gay? <laughs> it's hygienic, everybody. Let's be honest, it's hygienic. The super straights are coming for us, Ricky. <laughs> not the not the gonna... orange and black flag. <laughs> and the, and then they're gonna get get all the secrets, which is that if you touch your butt when you shower, you actually do turn gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the true secret. That's Alyssa's secret. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> that's the gay agenda. <laughs> yeah. So wash your asses boys and yep at the end of the day wash 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 (laughs) remember to keep hygienic (laughs) well we cleaned up this conversation ricky (laughs) (laughs) we cleaned up the competition oh my god yeah we we sure did (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh god. Yeah, but it, it's been some insightful conversations. I mean, I, mean, I, I do like... I do want us to have like more conversations like this where we just like talk about you know yeah some real stuff too some real stuff too some real nitty gritty yeah yeah we like to get get a little bit dirty sometimes too I mean <laughs> as long as you wash your ass bitch <laughs> shut up <laughs> you know why I say it to that Ricky your anus your anus. <laughs> Right? Ain't nobody wanting just like to end up getting into a moment and to see intimacy and that they're pulling off um June Jamalaya. It's chocolate. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to to this week's episode. Uh if you want more information about the podcast, you can find us on Twitter at PG Content pod we also have a discord link right there in case you want to join our little family and we'll be back next week and we would be also really honored if you guys would leave reviews because we, we do seriously appreciate it and it also helps the podcast so please 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 leave us a review and uh, keep us in your thoughts mm-hmm. and and for now keep hydrated and stay thirsty